baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 971 FM Talk Podcast. The Mark Cox Morning Show. Introducing you to candidates who can save our schools. All right, the SOS Rally. We're having the second uh, annual rally coming up on March 18th out in downtown St. Charles. We're going to have all the details on that out soon. It's a Monday evening. Uh, we'll meet out there probably at 6 o'clock and then maybe there an hour and a half or so. And you're going to get a chance to meet those school board candidates that are running in the April election who are going to be in our voter's guide, which I'm hoping to have uh, available to you by the end of this week. And right now, we're lucky enough to have two of those candidates in studio from the Francis Howell School District. Adriana Kuhn and Sam Young are both in studio with us. Welcome in. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Yeah, good Good to have you here. I know uh, you, I think you paid a visit to Mark Reardon recently, didn't you? We did. That's yeah, good. Yeah, well, yeah, now people time. will hear you, so it's a good thing. I'm just <laughs> kidding. It was a joke. It was a joke. Uh, good to get you in here, though. So, uh, Adriana, let, let me start with you. Obviously, I, I tried starting last year to drive home the importance of parents stepping forward to have a voice on their school board. Yes. What was your motivation? Um, in 2020, I started to get involved whenever I noticed in the St. Charles County and especially St. Louis County, multiple schools were closed and not opening up back in September. So I started going to school board meetings. I started emailing the superintendent and all the directors. And um, that really catapulted me into getting involved in our schools. And now it's a really good time for me to take on this role. So... Um, I'm getting involved because I want to make sure that our schools are strong going forward and that we have the right people in place no matter what comes to us in these next few years. Yeah. Did you feel like your voice wasn't heard? Uh, Francis Howell stayed open. I was really proud of Francis Howell for staying open, but a lot a lot of other schools around in St. Louis County stayed closed. It hurt the students, and there was a huge push for us to stay closed. Um I'm glad we stayed open, but I don't know if we would have if people like me and others didn't speak their voice. So I felt like I was heard, not with the masks. Our kids stayed masked way too long. It harmed them, especially our young kids learning to read and um, with phonics and things like that. I've heard that from so many parents that they think the years with the masks on hurt their kids. But I do feel like I was heard at that time. I don't know if we're doing as much as we can for our children right now in our schools. And so I want to make a point to um, do what I can to help out. Yeah. Sam Young, how about you? Yeah. So uh, I went to Mizzou on a Navy and uh, ROTC, studied engineering, and then spent 20 years in the Navy. Hey, when you're moving around, you want to, you really have to pay attention to what's going on with your kids in schools. And it was really important to us that we got back and, uh, settled down and let our oldest do four years in one high school so she didn't have that interrupted. And uh, she's now graduated, and I got another in high school and two more to, to get through the system. And I've been helping out with the, the school board campaigns for the last two years, and, uh, you know, it's, it's my time to uh, to actually run now. 
what are the biggest issues that you both are, are seeing right now with the schools? I I think the biggest issues is that there is a lot of radical social agendas being pushed in our schools and it is harming our kids. It's even harming our schools. I heard yep. earlier how you and Mark were talking about Fox not having enough um, enrollment. And mm-hmm. I see that happening also in Francis Howell. Our enrollment has been stagnant for about a decade and it's even decreasing. And I've been talking to younger parents who are saying they're not even going to enroll their kids in school. So we really need to get this fixed. We need to not just uh, go ahead with these national ideas that are actually harming our kids. And we need to focus on education and also our budget. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I have a small business, so I have a lot of experience in budgets and projects, and I'm also an ex-stockbroker. I used to be a stockbroker, and so I have a background in finance, and I think we really need to get our budget under wrap and make sure that we are putting our money where it best serves our kids constantly, a constant, you know, yeah. What about you, Sam? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm almost, I don't understand why the, uh, the newest ideas of society get directly taught to our kids. Right. We ought to be going just with the the values and ideas that are widely held in our community. You know, those things that are time tested, that are in line with our laws. You mean that there's only two genders? (laughs) It's such a radical idea. It is radical. I I know. And uh, but it's it's very contested. I don't even understand that. But like, why doesn't that idea get totally decided by the adults Mm -hmm. before we just directly Mm -hmm. inject it to our kids? And that's they're taught. That's the truth before the adults in society really even get a chance to to say something about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think it's important to point out because you you brought it up there. If you think that what they've just brought up is being overblown I challenge you to go to the Missouri NEA website. They There's a button you can push on there about the issues they believe in. Now, in a lot of these school district races, the NEA has endorsed candidates. You should steer far and wide away from those candidates. And if you need to know why, uh, here's a good example of it right here. All you have to do is go to their website and find out the things that, that they support. Uh, transgender, non-binary, gender non-conforming students. A sexual orientation, the intersection of race, all of these are priorities for the NEA. What in the world does that have to do with educating our children? And in school districts across the area, there are varying levels of this. But if you think it's not in your school district, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. And another thing on that. I don't think we should even talk about sexuality with our young children, especially elementary school kids. We do not need to talk about sexual preferences with our children who don't even know what sex is. I'm sorry. It's it's just gotten out of control for us to push this in our schools. And I yeah. think it's harmful. Well, I you know, and and I'm glad you guys are out there talking about it. Thank you for being willing to step up. Ken Ken Gontars is here, of course, in the studio as well with Francis Howe families and he he's been uh key in organizing parents in mm-hmm. that district. Did a great job in that last election cycle told me that there were 11 candidates who were interested in running and you two were the cream of the crop. That's what he told me. Hey. Nice, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> two out of 10. I mean, that's not too bad. I <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, it's important that you step. And this is an important job. And 
and a hard job because it, it, you're going to take a lot of, for lack right. of a better word, crap from a lot of parents who were angry with your decisions. And I think that's what's hard. It's, I mean, look what's happening in Wentzville right now, mm. right? You oh AG's my. getting involved because they're saying that they're intimidating them and doing all sorts of things in retaliation for them coming forward about that private meeting. Right. Yeah, parents are constantly told, hey, you don't get to say what happens in the schools. You don't have the expertise. But like, hey, I'm an engineering major. Like what teacher really knows how to get an engineering degree? <laughs> you know, I was in the Navy. You know, what teacher knows better than me how to lead a group, how to lead a team? You know, Adriano is a small business owner. What what teacher knows that? So I think we do have something to say about what is taught in schools. Now, I don't want to tell a teacher how to teach. That's their expertise. But like what's in the curriculum, what kids should know when they get out of school, hey, that is that is totally in our realm, and we should be telling the schools what our kids should be learning. Well, uh, we, we salute you both uh, for your willingness to step forward and put your name on the ballot. It's not an easy decision, is it? Thank you. <laughs> no, it's Absolutely. not. Absolutely. Uh, Adriana Kuhn and Sam Young, thank you guys. FrancisHowFamilies.org is a great website to go to. If you live in that area, you're going to be voting in this election. You want to know what the important issues are. They've got it all spelled out there. And uh, April 2nd is going to be the election. That's Election Day. Remember, our Save Our Schools rally, March 18th, some Monday night. It's going to be in downtown St. Charles. We'll release all the details on that shortly, but plan to be there. And you can listen to these candidates in person. We're going to be back in just a minute. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So you impact what you can and you and you move on. This, this is sort of my approach with what's going on in these local school board elections. I told you uh, I'm going to issue a voter guide that has my pick for a series of local school district races. And I've got my own criteria. I explain it right on there. You can agree with me or not. But at the end of the day, it, the, the sad truth is, Kim Sainz, that there are a lot of you who won't have a good choice to make. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm I'm a third of the way into putting this voter guide together. I'm hoping to have it done by the end of the week. But what I've discovered is that there are a lot of school districts, in in the particularly in the St. Louis County area that I found so far, and, if, and maybe one or two in St. Charles, where there are four or five people running, and none of them would meet my criteria for somebody I would want on a school board, which means they've either bought into this woke nonsense um, or they're endorsed by the NEA. And there's not a conservative parent option in a lot of these districts. Somebody who's going to stand up and say, no, I don't want a story about a young boy being sexually molested in my kid's library. you got to have the guts to stand up and say something like that. Uh, in the face of a lot of people screaming at you, like James Carville calling you a Nazi hag and wanting for wanting to ban books. Not about banning books. It's about age appropriateness. So I've got my set of standards I'm looking at when I look at these candidates. When you get this guide, it's going to help a number of you in some big school districts locally. And others are going to say to me, well, what about such and such district? And I'll just tell you now, 
if your district isn't in the guide, it's because you don't have any candidates that met my standards. You're welcome to go out and listen to them in forums they hold on their own and see if there's one that you think might be slightly less bad than the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that that's the approach you have to take. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to do. With no, it, I think you right? have to have a, a high threshold. I mean, the bar has to be set high for who you're going to endorse. And I think that that's important to note, too, that you've already been saying is this whole Save Our Schools rally is a chance for people to meet candidates that will have our values. They share our values, which is really important for me. I don't want some phony up there who's going to say they're going to do this and they're not really going to do that when push comes to shove. It, it's not easy. To- no, I cannot imagine. To me, that is a specific calling God puts on your heart to want to be in a, a public office like that because the ridicule that you would take and it's not like you're raking in the millions or raking in any any money really to do that job i'll point this out again uh, when when um, izzy emig was running for the school board out in rockwood um she, she was on my endorsement list right and you have to understand that the nea has controlled that school district for many years Their slate of candidates always were the ones that got elected, and then they dictated policy and curriculum and and all this woke DEI nonsense and all of this in the schools out there. And when she got elected and started questioning some of that, she got death threats mailed to her house. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that surprised, but that's still – it's just wild. That's that's how kooky the left is uh, in some of these areas, and and I don't know that the death threats were local. They they might have have come from out of state. We don't know, but the point is if you've got the guts, the intestinal fortitude to stand up and take a stand like that, you've got to understand there's going to be blowback along with it, but you don't give up. You just keep going, and in in this Francis Howell case – when they get two more candidates elected to that board, the parents will have a majority, mm-hmm. a strong majority, to influence what's going on in that school district. And we've seen that districts have been able to flip. Yes. So it is possible. I think we just have to come together as a party. We have to vote. I think that's part of the problem. These smaller elections, you always have lower voter turnout. And I think finally we're all, myself included, I'll put myself here, I'll throw myself under the bus. I don't think I fully understood the importance of even these small, for example, school board elections. And now, I mean, this is to me one of the most important things I can do is vote in no, an election like that. There's no doubt about it. And and I would hope that, that people are paying attention to what Kim said earlier about for example, what what's going on in Winsville, right? There's been so much pressure they, that they've subtly threatened, according to the attorney general, a couple of these school board members who came to him as whistleblowers and said, we're talking about things behind closed doors we shouldn't be talking about. So there's there's some pressure on it. But again, in Winsville, after this school board election, when they've got two more parent-centered people on that board they're going to have a lot more control over what's going on out there, and they can stop some of this woke nonsense that they're feeding to your children and infecting our education system with. We'll do the best we can. Mark your calendar, March 18th, downtown St. Charles. Details to come on the Save Our Schools rally. All right, still ahead, Bob Eno is going to join me and talk more about what the caucuses are. They take place this Saturday in Missouri and how you can take part. We'll be back in just a minute. Feel old, uh, Kim. I'm not talking. To I was going to say you me. You're not old. This song's old. Forty. Than I know the song. Forty though. years ago, this week, this song made the top of the charts for the first of a four-week run. Van Halen's only number one song on the pop chart. Yep. 
this unbelievable that it's been that long for sure. Uh, of course, if you've seen Dave lately, you'll understand. Then you'll it's been not that long. feel old. <laughs> All right. So coming up this weekend, March 2nd, is Missouri Caucus Day. What does that mean for you? Uh, and and how do these things work? I asked Bob Enno to join us this morning. Bob is chair of the St. Charles County Republican Central Committee. Bob, good morning to you. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Hopefully you're getting to spend the day on a golf course somewhere today, right? Well, that was yesterday, oh, and now today okay. <laughs> I'm actually at the St. Charles County Election Authority for uh, registration of uh, office, government offices. Today. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there and in Jeff City, both people are, are going down to sign up. I know they were getting there early today. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about the caucus. Uh, kind of, yes. Maybe you can give people a little bit of history, because whenever I bring this up to, to people, they're like, well, when did we start doing that? I mean, it's not it's not the first time we've done it, but there was a change by the legislature a couple of years ago that switched us back to a caucus from a primary, right? That's correct, yes. And the primary was actually actually called a preferential primary. In other words, but the parties uh, took what the voters said and went that way. But it was actually not binding, okay? It was not actually a primary binding um election right and so the presidential preference election but a caucus has always been going on it's never stopped and i'm not sure actually when it started you know well let's talk then about how the caucus works i know it and people can go to missouri g missouri.gop right and they can find out where their local caucus is going to happen uh this uh this saturday so it, it breaks it down by county, and, and then within certain counties, it breaks it down by congressional districts. So you can find out where you need to go. Like in St. Charles County, Francis Howe, they're doing them both at Francis Howe Central, right? That's correct. Yes, yeah. sir. And we're going to have uh, Congressional District 2 and Congressional District 3 inside the school in the gym, two different gymnasiums. Yeah. Perfect facility for this. That's true. And in St. Louis County, they had a first congressional district, one at the University of Missouri-St. Louis, and the second congressional district will be at Parkway West High School. So doors open at 8. I'm told they lock the doors at 10, and whoever's inside at that point gets to caucus. What does that look like? Well, at that point, everybody's going to separate. In our in our St. Charles County, we're going to separate into congressional districts. And then everyone will, you know, will start out normally, and then uh, we elect a chairman, we elect a secretary, we have a parliamentarian on on the uh, on the stage with us. We also have a uh, sergeant at arms. If there's anything there, security is provided by the for us, Cottleville Police Department. And uh, at that point, we're going to ask for nominees uh, for president. There's only four that are out there now. Um, obviously, Donald Trump. Nikki Haley, and then two other gentlemen that uh, I really am not familiar with. Who I just, should have had that. I should have had that information. Well, the, no, that's okay. I mean, the the point is, what regardless of where you happen to be in the state or in the listening area here on the Missouri side of the river, your process will be similar, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it'll be similar. Now, in the, in the case of uh, University of Missouri St. Louis, that's Congressional District One. They'll go to one room, and then they'll uh, nominate uh, a candidate. And at that point, what we're going to do is we're going to separate the people by their candidate. In other words, we're going to have the Trump people move over to one area. We'll have the uh, Nikki Haley people move over to another area. And the other two will move to a different area. And then we will count heads. And uh, at that point, whoever, if it's 50% plus one, it's a winner take all. 
If it's not, let's say it's all divided between the four of them, we have what we call a plurality. And then we divide the delegates based on the percentage of the total. Oh, okay. Bob, this is Kim. So I covered the Iowa caucus, and I thought that if that were the case, like it was equally among all the candidates, Mm -hmm. then you had to have people convincing the others to come over to their camp, more or less, in order for the vote to count. That's how I thought it It is correct. Okay. It is correct. That's what they will do. They'll they'll begin to uh, make deals and try to to have their candidate um, fill up, you know, to steal him away, you know, if people are on the fence, whatever, you know, so... So, so I'm yes. sure parents listening who are just now learning about this caucus happening on Saturday are wondering, how long is this going to take? What am I supposed to do with my kids? Well, to be very honest with you, I don't expect it to be very long. I think, you know, we start at 10 o'clock, 8 o'clock registration, 10 o'clock the caucus begins. And sometime around 1 or 2 o'clock, I think it'll be over with. And the reason I say that is because there's really only two candidates. You know, now if it's all Trump, let's just say, for example, if it turns into be all Trump, it's over with 50% plus one. Then the next thing you do is start talking about uh, caucuses, uh, that Trump team or the Trump, uh, they present their slate and that slate is the delegates and the alternates. Uh, and then it is verified by our, uh, committee yes. to make sure that everyone is a registered voter and it's basically over with, but just bring your kids. You know? Cause I, otherwise you're trying to find childcare, right? I, I actually yeah. heard a friend say that, Hey, can I bring my kids? Uh, yes. <laughs> we don't have daycare. We don't have anything like that. Darn. You know, if you can bring your child in and a child is going to behave and, and really a child should be there to, to kind of see what goes on. You know, I'm not sure about babies and so on, yeah, yeah. how that's going to work out. But, <laughs> you know, it, uh, bring them. Well, I mean, I, I hope I hope people participate. I think people are are unfamiliar in many cases, unless you've unless you've operated at the township level. Uh, and you've been involved in these before. Like, I was involved in one in 2016, which was really interesting because the primary race back then was much more contested. There were uh, there were yeah. a group of us at that time that were in the Ted Cruz camp and others in the Donald Trump camp, and people were really going back and forth with each other for a while. This one I could see being less so because Trump's been such a dominant figure. Mm-hmm. I, I see the same thing. I think it'll go very smoothly compared to the other years. You know, in 2012, 2016, with the uh, St. Charles County, you know, frankly, it was a train wreck. I was at both yeah. of those, and yeah. it was not not convenient. You know, there was a, a slate that tried to take over everything, a group that tried to take over everything, and it didn't work. You know, they, they elected a chairperson that didn't know what he was doing. He had no clue what he was doing. You know, the, the Missouri State GOP has sent all of us, all the chair, all the, the people, to training on how to do this. We, we, uh, we mocked a uh, caucus, how it would work. We brought up all different kinds of problems. There was uh, training in Jeff City, training in Kansas City. There was training in St. Louis County. There was training in Cape Girardeau. Uh, I personally went to three of those trainings just to make sure that I understood what was going on, right. as did Annette Seavey. She was in uh, Congressional District 2. She's been to those same trainings. So we're hoping that we get elected as the chairperson so it does run smoothly so that we can follow the rules and the regulations that are set out. And uh, we're in and out of there very quickly. And for the most part, you don't have to register in advance. You can register at the door, but I did recommend getting there early, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But we've got, we've got personnel. You know, and in, in St. Charles County, and I'm not sure what other counties are doing, St. Charles County, Kurt Barr, the election authority, uh, has loaned us his poll pads, you know, which is the same device used 
if you go vote. Now, he's loaned us those and set it up so we can use those and, and make sure the person is a registered voter and then sign them in that way. Nice. And it should go very, very smoothly. Well, Bobby, you know, we appreciate your time, my friend. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Mark. Yeah, I appreciate we'll, it. We will, we will see you soon, sir. Uh, good good to know. Quickly here, and you can go to, to Missouri.gop, uh, and you can find out more about your caucus location. Uh, I'm just going to go through this. Warren County is at the Warren County Administration Building, for example. You heard me say St. Louis City is going to be at the St. James Center on Tam Avenue. St. Louis County is meeting, uh, if you're in the 1st Congressional District, at the University of Missouri-St. Louis. If you're in the 2nd, at Parkway West High School, Kim's Old Stomping Grounds. Yep. Um, St. Francis County, they're going to be at the Tech Center at Mineral Area College. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. St. Charles County, you heard that one mentioned a minute ago. Yep, Francis um, Howell. Yeah, you, cool. can, you can go through and find your county and find where they're going to meet. Just get there in plenty of time to register before the doors close and they get started about 10 a.m. Be interesting to see how this impacts voter turnout. Yes. Yeah, I, it will. I mean, Saturday morning, people shouldn't have too much of an excuse for, for not going. All right, let's get to a quick break. Coming up, we got a, a special treat for you uh, because I know that you, know, you've you heard of Guy and Hunter Fieri, uh, d- chefs, TV personalities, social media influencers. I mean, they're all over the place on TV these days. Um, Hunter's going to be making some appearances in town today. Going to have all the details on that for you coming up. Well, I know a lot of you out there uh, have watched uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives, and guys' grocery games, and uh, Guy Fieri, his son Hunter, are all over TV these days. Chefs, TV personalities, they got it going on, and we're lucky enough to have Hunter Fieri on the phone with us this morning. Hunter, welcome to the show. How are you? Good morning, Mark. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Pretty cool to have a, a winery named after you. That's what I'm seeing here, right? right? <laughs> no, exactly. So thank you for having me on here. But yeah, super excited to get to talk about this and uh, and bring it out to uh, St. Louis. Yeah, so Hunt and Ride, which I guess is named after what, you and your brother uh, Ryder, is that correct? That's correct, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So was this your dad's idea? So yeah, it's my dad's idea. Uh, back in the day when he had his restaurants up in Northern California, um, he, he started to name everything after, after his, you know, his two kids. And he wanted to make wine, uh, wanted to make a brand, a label to put in his restaurants to pair with his own food. And so we started the Hunt and Ride label uh, and partnered up with a good buddy of ours, Guy Davis, who has a huge estate up in uh, Northern California. Yeah. And we just started making really great wines. And we, we started off with really high-end exclusive Pinot, um, and that was a huge hit. You know, they're, they're really, uh, really well-known for, uh, for their Pinots. And now we come into the market, we're like, all right, we need to get some Hunt and Ride exposure. And now we came out with a really bomb Chardonnay and a delicious, well-balanced red blend um, just to really tap into the market and show people that, hey, you know, the Hunt and Ride brand makes great wine for a great price point. Yeah, I, I try opened a bottle of it last night, the Chardonnay. And, man, I, here, here's my – I'm just being completely honest with you. I'm a bourbon guy, right? Um, I'm with I, you on that. I, I like that. I, <laughs> thank you. And uh, so wine is not something I drink regularly. But, but wow, man, this, this thing just explodes across the palate. It's delicious. Right? And then people, yeah. people kind of sometimes shy away from a Chardonnay because – that buttery and that super oaky, you know, California shop that everyone thinks of. This one's not it. You know, we don't let it get to that super oaky, oaky point. Uh, it's very, it's, uh, it's crisp. You know, it's got some citrus notes in it. It's light. It's actually refreshing. It's been a huge hit. Hey, Hunter, it's Kim. I, I know you're hey, doing Kim. a lot these days. What's your, I mean, you wear a lot of hats. What, what's your favorite one? 
What do you like oh, doing? Heck. Yeah, what do you like doing right now? Because you, you're doing a lot. Uh, you know what? Everything. I've been doing a lot of social media content, um, tons of diving into tons more culinary, trying to develop more recipes. When I were opening restaurants all across the country, this wine, the, the wine business has been a huge movement for me in this past year. Uh, really is trying to make a name for the brand, get some good exposure on it. So, I, you know, I love the diversity of all my jobs that I have um, and getting thrown into different mixes. And, it, you know, I, I like it all. Well, keeps, you, it keeps it fresh. Keeps yeah, it alive. I'll, I'll bet it does. If you want to meet Hunter, you have an opportunity today. He's going to be in town. He's going to be signing bottles over at the Schnooks uh, at Lindenwood in St. Charles from noon to 2, and then at the Schnooks in Lake St. Louis from uh, 4 until 6. So you're all over the place today. Um, all and over then the place. It's going to be a great day. Tomorrow you're going to be out at the Schnooks in Crestwood and uh, De Pere, and then on uh, on Thursday you're going to be at Frankie Martin's Garden in Cottleville and the Public House in Cottleville as well. So I'm sure people can probably go uh, to the uh, to the Schnooks website and find out more details on those appearances. But uh, congratulations on all this, man. This is cool. Oh, thank you so much, and thank you again for having me on the show. Well, you know, I'm just super excited. Come try the wine. Come get some bottles signed. Let's have some fun. Uh, I'm here all week, so let's, let's make it. Let's make it happen. So I have to ask my friend because I'm a. I'm a. I obviously follow your dad, and I see he's big fans with Sammy Hagar. Is this guy like your uncle or something? I mean, at that point, yeah, we can pretty much call him my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> you just that, scored major points yeah, with Mark. He cool. loves Sammy Hagar. <laughs> Who doesn't? He's a red rocker. He's an OG. He's a legend. Yeah. He is the legend. Hunter Fieri, nice nice having you on the show. I hope people will go out and uh, and check it out today at Schnooks uh, from uh, noon to two there at, at uh, Lindenwood in St. Charles and a little later at the Schnooks in Lake St. Louis. Thank you, my friend. Awesome. Thanks, Mark and Ken. Appreciate you guys. Yep. Talk to you soon. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. And, and – he calls him Uncle Sammy, I'll bet. I mean, that's pretty cool. Is that your takeaway from all that, That's Mark? my takeaway from all that. <laughs> I'll put, uh, by the way, on the Facebook page, I'll go in there and put his schedule in case you want to see him today, tomorrow, or Thursday at one of these local schnook stores, all right? I promise. All right, Kill Me, coming up next. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 